0: Good morning friends and welcome to Hamburg Lore. My inflection is weird. Uh the show where we explore the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm Nathan Brandt. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're joined by our good good pal Michaela D. Michaela, how's it going?
1: Hi, I'm excited to be back.
0: Welcome back to a show that unfortunately leaves emotional scars for every guest we have on.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
0: But but w- this is our first guest that has like put out videos on like Bloodborne lore, so yes. I think we're okay. Yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna <laughs> actually be fine. I'm still probably gonna get fucked up, but what else is new? <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, for me, it's it's a, almost cathartic. Like when sure. it's like extremely traumatizing lore, I'm like, oh, I yes. Yeah
0: you've excised something at that point yeah yeah
1: exactly you feel freer you feel like a weight's lifted off your shoulder in
0: with the bad out with the bad i'm a near fan (laughs) i understand Um, oh my god i'm so
1: sorry (laughs) (laughs) but i am too but root c like destroyed my entire life (laughs) yeah yeah sure did
0: uh well michaela something we do ask everybody here on the program known as hamburglore um is what is your favorite fast food item
1: so this is a question that I actually prepared for because I'm oh, like, good, I don't good. I don't eat a lot of fast food anymore. However,
0: it's a hard question. Every time I think about like what I would answer, I have no. I fucking lock up. Clue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like now I, I usually just like kind of stay stick to like, you know, once in a while I'll get ice cream from McDonald's. However, sure. there was a time in my life where I went to Subway every single day. This is before mm-hmm. the pink slime incident. Sure. And um, I would get a sweet onion chicken teriyaki every single mm. day on wheat bread with lettuce and green pepper. And it was like my the joy of my day. Mm,
0: that is a good sandwich. Damn like God. I don't like Subway. I mean, they're not, like, good sandwiches, but they're, like, good sandwiches, Yeah, you know? and
1: they were right near where I worked, and so oh, it was, yeah. like, the, the best part of my day, because I worked in the funeral industry, so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I need something satisfying. No wonder you're sure. all
0: about Bloodborne then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, today, I have a report for you prepared on Sunny, the cuckoo bird from Cocoa Puffs.
1: Sunny is his name. We're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here.
0: Nate is it we begin 1962 Nate is dead now I'm glad I'm sta- I'm glad I'm standing up for this one <laughs> <laughs> Me too. yeah Nate's got that standing podcast energy let's go uh sunny the cuckoo bird in 1962 is introduced as the mascot of Cocoa Puff cereal, which fun fact is actually literally just kick cereal that they put chocolate flavoring in. Mm -hmm. And also Trix is literally just fruit flavored kick cereal. That's why they changed the shape. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I'm a plain ass bitch. I'm more like kicks, just give me the kicks.
0: Same. Kicks are good as hell. Get your kicks on Route 666.
1: Yes. (laughs) Thank you. That gave me energy.
0: Kicks are honestly good as hell. Like
1: They
0: are. They're so good. Yeah. Um, little fun fact. Did you know that Sonny's original voice actor, uh, in the commercials that he appeared in, uh, was, uh, Chuck McCann, AKA Duckworth from DuckTales (laughs) and the Amoeba Boys from the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Good. And his current voice actor, and I'm not shitting you here, is Larry Kenny, AKA Lion-O from Thundercats.
1: (laughs) Amazing.
0: And also Snarf, same voice actor. Um, which is Good. a lot. Um, so, Sonny's original appearances were in commercials featuring him and Gramps, who is his grandfather. Uh, one commercial in particular, the first one that I saw at least, um, shows Gramps and Sonny sitting in a boat. Boat looks very small, like they've been kind of just, they've been presumed adrift upon the sea for many a day at this point. Like they are very clearly stranded looking for help. They eventually see a boat off in the distance and Sonny starts yelling and waving at them. But Gramps, like, turns to the camera and it's like, they're not going to fucking hear him. Like, (laughs) and he did cuss. They're not going to fucking hear (laughs) you, Sonny. They're not going to hear him, like, you know, yelling for help or anything. But Gramps knows what he has to do. Oh, no. Gramps knows that they won't hear their cries unless he activates Sonny. He pulls out. A bowl of Cocoa Puffs just sitting in the boat, telling the audience that they're going to find them soon. He knows what Sonny is about to do. He doesn't eat. Sonny does not even consume the cereal. He sees it and is overtaken with hysteria and goes, quote, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
1: (laughs) That's the origin. (laughs) The
0: clinical, the clinical term. (laughs) At which point he launches into the sky screaming cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs repeatedly, almost (laughs) like this mantra. And then he explodes into fireworks, (laughs) notifying the ship that they need rescue. Now... You probably expected going into this report that this was going to be something about, you know, this bird that's suffering from addiction, like withdrawal symptoms and things like that. Or, you know, I I could have done maybe some sort of ADHD parallel here. (laughs) (laughs) But after I watched these commercials, the truth was never more clear to me. Sonny the Cuckoo Bird is a living weapon or sleeper agent engineered by Gramps for his own selfish desires. The Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay. I told you I had a nate report this week. Oh, okay. that makes me so happy. The living weapon. In fact, why is his name Sonny? It isn't. We don't even know his real name. Gramps calls him Sonny because of this perceived grandparent relationship between the two. We don't even oh. know Gramps' name. They just call him Gramps. Even after Gramps was out of the picture in the commercials, everyone still calls him Sonny. Like they know. Like maybe that's just the title given to him. His name his real name is like S1-E. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like the Elon Musk child name. <laughs> and those are just is, their like their like Russian yeah, KGB Yeah, This is, this is his near yeah.
0: name, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Gramps repeatedly uses him as a tool for his own personal desires in another commercial uh, Gramps and Sonny walking along in this desert area and Gramps finds an oil spout, just shooting a little bit of oil out of the ground and Gramps is over the moon. He's so excited. He's like, Oh my God, we're about to be fucking rich. I can't believe this. We found all of this oil. And then Sonny just naively asks him, well, well, why do you know that? At which point, Gramp, uh, he, he assumingly fully knows well what Gramps means by this. This is not the first time this has happened to Sonny. Gramps then pulls out a bowl of Cocoa Puffs, looks at the camera, and whispers, I'm going to use him to get this oil. <laughs> so, the, the implication that the, the, the cameraman is there... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that gramps is just like check this shit out my grandson robot is gonna get me some fucking black gold texas tea let's go <laughs> well maybe there's not even a cameraman maybe he just knows somebody is watching don't like that don't like that who knows
1: oh that's so <laughs> ominous i love it
0: once gramps pulls out and shows the bowl of Cocoa puff cereal to quote sunny Sonny's beak begins spinning like a drill with an unknowable, an unknowably powerful force. He then jumps into the oil, starts drilling through. But the amount of force that this creature or thing is capable of is so powerful That they accidentally drill through the core of the earth and show up on the (laughs) other side of the planet the red ribbon army has gone too far this is a dragon ball z lore he's android 22
1: (laughs) (laughs) using cartoon logic yeah
0: (laughs) yeah oh something else i forgot to mention i forget which one of the two it was but uh, one of the voice actors for Sonny is also count chocula so
1: (gasps) i love that um i want to be him
0: (laughs) i want to be him (laughs) Don't we all, honestly? (laughs) No. Don't we all? Like
1: any of the dark counts that are like slightly vampiric, but also like Muppets. I'm like, that's me. Yeah, absolutely. Either that or the one that lives in the trash can. Like that one's also me. (laughs) I
0: am a vampire that lives in a trash can in real life. If I'm honest.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. How else are you going to hide from the sun during the day?
0: So time has passed since these traumatic happenings in Sunny's life. And Sunny, you know, eventually I think has just taken the name that he's been given, you know, through something resembling acceptance, or maybe he just got tired of fighting or arguing with everybody who just called him Sonny. Maybe he's just, it's just a lot easier to just let people call him what they want. His past still haunts him though. In many modern appearances of Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, he knows that going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs is bad. So he tries and hides it. He tries and He will straight up take a box of Cocoa Puffs, lock them in a safe, and go as far away as possible, but the boxes still find him. Oh, no! (laughs) He tries to separate himself from something that turns him into the thing that he hates the most, but the infernal box appears before him always. Infernal box. There are times where he opens up the door, a box is sitting there. His eyes go white. The entire world starts turning into chocolate. And he goes cuckoo. Holy fuck. Who knows what the future holds for Sunny. But he'll likely will not have rest until everyone in the world can no longer use him to their advantages. And, you know, as easy as it could be for him to give in to others' demands, he knows that that isn't what he wants to do. Thank you.
1: (laughs) That's actually uplifting. (laughs) Like, this poor, this poor cuckoo yeah, up. so much therapy, but he's trying. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying so hard.
0: I, I, like, the easy thing to do with this for sure would have been, like, oh, it's a bird that's addicted to this stuff. Fun fact, uh, I think cuckoo birds cannot eat corn and no birds can eat chocolate. <laughs> uh, so maybe don't feed that to a bird, but I saw the fireworks thing and I'm like, oh, this grandpa's fucked up. <laughs> and there's so, so many other commercials of stuff like this, like... I was like trying to like spin this into a narrative whenever I saw. Like, that first one with the fireworks, but then I saw the oil slick one, and I'm like, oh no, this dude's fucked up. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I posted a picture of the bird in the chat of the chocolate. <laughs> oh, I see <laughs> the it. I remember, film. yeah, this
1: is the one I remember, and he just disappeared. It's from, Adam, it's from Jack and
0: Jill, the Adam Sandler movie, yeah. <laughs> so this is the only funny <laughs> thing about that. Yeah, Sonny is basically just the Winter Soldier, is pretty much the point of my report, so... Hey. Okay. Yeah
1: manufactured weapon
0: going uh bucky for cocoa puffs why
1: why why
0: why do you think he was made like just to like as like a as like a servant i think so okay
1: was gramps like dr frankenstein and he just wanted something for him to use for his own ends like whatever that is
0: that could be it it's like edward scissorhands
1: yes
0: i really love the idea that he is sort of like the terminator in the newest terminator movies where he's just like yeah, I, you know, I went back in time and I accomplished my mission, and now I just sell carpets for a living. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Sunny, like- Sunny now just lives in in the world and is just like, if anybody says Cocoa Puffs to me, I have to move to another town. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. gonna, like, it's like that the the end of like the old Hulk series where he just like is hitchhiking <laughs> like on the mountains. Yeah, you, when you sent to me hey, I'm doing a Nate report today. I'm like, oh. Because no. <laughs> I'm doing a Nate report, oh, too. God. Yeah, I just... Man.
1: <laughs> I love it. Like Fucking bird,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back, Nate. Go. I don't know what that was. Sorry. <laughs> millions upon millions of years ago, life emerged from the ocean for the first time. Since then, 98% of all biomass on the planet is land based. That's right, only 2% of all biomass on this planet exists in the ocean. And 90% of that 2% is in the topmost layer of the ocean. So, How could it be that 0.2% of all life on Earth exists in the place on Earth that we have explored the least, that takes up arguably the most volume? Mankind has explored nearly every square inch of available land, but the ocean proves to be treacherous to explore, no matter how much we try. There's likely more ocean than we will ever see or understand, which is not true. I don't know why I wrote it that way. (laughs) There's more ocean than you know.
1: (laughs) Depth than people can perceive. Like the Mariana Trench is many times deeper mm-hmm. than Mount Everest mm-hmm. is tall. I'm obsessed with the ocean, oh, by good, the way. Oh, good.
0: Good. <laughs> because we got. <laughs> I, I'm just really into the idea of like every time we like try and go into the ocean, it's just that fucking Gary Busey commercial with him <laughs> with the fucking fishing rod and donors like oh you almost had it you almost had it
1: you got to be quicker than that yeah i just love i love electroluminescent creatures especially fish i go the into fish. that yeah and just the fact that like we can go into space but we haven't gone to some yeah. of the depths of our own planet to see what's there i'm like oh my favorite thing ever
0: Anglerfish unironically rule. I, I'm, so, so, I'm cool. so glad that you guys are on this tip because this is, this is literally what I'm talking about yeah.
1: today. Yes! <laughs> I'm here for um, it.
0: So there are forms of life that exist in the deep ocean that exist basically in their primordial forms from those millions of years ago. Like, there, there are sharks with like reverse hooked teeth in the deep, deep, deep part of the ocean that are like, Terrifying! Um, so, what makes these pressurized forms of life and extremophiles stay in the ocean? Did they simply choose not to embark to the land, or could it be that they are there to pay penance? <laughs> Hell is real, and it's underwater, is what is what this report is about. I today. mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> As you most certainly can guess, today I'm talking about the star-kissed tuna, Charlie, <laughs> the tuna. <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> I always like when I write these reports. I always write like my intro, and I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool," and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, shit, this is about like a cartoon like hamster or whatever." Fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As you can most certainly guess, this is about Hammy Boy, the Hamster Man. <laughs> yeah, I think we had this written down in our in our shared doc of what to cover as the Bohemian Star Kissed Dolphin. He's not a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care.
1: All you see are shreds in a can.
0: Exactly. As, and, that's, and that, guys, that's not tuna. Not even as a joke from me, mm. that's not tuna. Mm. <laughs> um, so Charlie is a bohemian-looking tuna with thick-rimmed glasses and a beret hat. The Starkist commercials that feature Charlie basically all boil down to Charlie wanting to prove how fancy he is and how much good taste he has so that he can prove to the Starkist Tuna Company that he is a tuna worthy of death, I suppose? <laughs> <laughs> kill me yeah, I, I know in some of these commercials he buys a piece of art or makes a sculpture to show that he has good taste in some commercials he does things like gotten a breed dog and put it in a scuba suit and has been like look at me i got I, I, I got, I good taste you know so true to his appearance and affect this dude is a hipster through and through all of his commercials end with a note that is implied to be actually from the Starkist company itself that says, Sorry, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> in the commercial where he has a sculpture, he's talking to some other fish, flounder-looking ass, and like <laughs> is and the, the fish is like, I thought they wanted good tasting tuna. He's like, Well, I've got I'm a tuna with good taste. And then he like sends off the sculpture and comes back with a literal note on paper that says, Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> So it's like the company took the the sculpture and sent and sent him a rejection letter. I guess <laughs> they're
1: like, no, you're not worthy of the ritualistic sacrifice yeah. that we use on worthy tunas. Do not get ahead of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then a voiceover like usually talks about how Starkist wants the best tasting tuna and not the tuna with the best taste. This raises interesting questions such as like, how does the Starkist tuna company know what Charlie tastes like? Mm. Could it be that the Starkiss Tuna Company knows the contents of one's body and even more so their soul. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm bringing my Giorgio close. energy here.
1: They better not look at me. Don't want them knowing my secrets.
0: <laughs> they already know they're not secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie is absolutely a wild mascot to no pun intended deep dive into because I <laughs> don't know of many mascots that want to themselves become. The product, we usually get something like the Trix rabbit where they're like, God, give me that I Gotta have that (laughs) bow. Or it's like a a representative of the brand or something Mm. like that. Very rarely is it just a sad hipster that yearns for death. God.
1: I mean, isn't that (laughs) us (laughs) all? That's Oh (laughs) man. So
0: the deepest scuba dive ever completed was uh, 832 meters deep in the ocean. This is only 3% as deep as the ocean and our story can go, which is insane. I watched a video that's, that was like, if you're in that deep of water, it's the equivalent of having like dozens of cars on top of you. Holy yeah, shit.
1: I was wondering, I'm like, somebody just scuba diving, like how they handled all the pressure. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: you have to have like a pressure suit and all that kind of stuff. But uh, so once once we reach past the continental shelf, past the coastal waters, we reach what is called, and I am not making this up, the Twilight Zone the Midnight Zone, and the Abyssal Plane.
1: I want to live there! <laughs> you have my
0: attention, hi. Can
1: I build like a, a submersible home and just put it in the Abyssal just Zone? Just a pineapple
0: under the sea for Michaela D. <laughs> James Cameron will probably take you down there. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, I don't want to go with him. He loves that That's shit, where the
0: Titanic so. is. The Titanic is on the Abyssal Plane. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Eat shit, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he is too, I guess. Shit.
1: <laughs> On all you see is, like, a middle finger rising <laughs> from, the, the, like, the break of
0: the ocean. Just him laying next to a fucking door. <laughs> so this, this section of the ocean where over 90% of life has some form of bioluminescence in order to either attract prey, serve as a decoy, or just look really, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, 90% of animals have that kind of bioluminescence because it's dark as fuck down there and you need to either look like something else, attract something else or like I said, just, just ball out and look cool.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm so obsessed with those creatures. Like mm-hmm. how? And then I just I love just looking at them. Exa- like I'm obsessed. The power to
0: glow is like very cool.
1: <laughs> and, and it's natural. Like mm-hmm. there's no, no, nothing funky about it. Not even anything. Well, it is scientific because biology is scientific, but still.
0: I mean, have you seen an anglerfish? There's a lot of funky about anglerfish.
1: Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so so cool. cool.
0: They're so cool. I love them.
1: Why do we always like end up talking Talking about fish
0: <laughs> oh, I, was no. just, I was thinking about that when i wrote i was gonna do this report on uh the sun made like uh raisins gal or whatever but then i was just like no we got michaela d last time we had them on a sh- on a show we did a like a bloodborne about water fishing game or whatever so we have to i have to bring that same energy here
1: it always has to be about fish glub glub everyone <laughs>
0: exactly a bottomless curse of bottomless sea.
1: <laughs> accepting of all there is and can be <laughs>
0: and tuna Could the name Starkist be a subtle hint that what we humans believe are consuming is tuna, but it's actually the bioluminescent denizens of the Mm. abyssal plane in the twilight zone, whose bioluminescence gives them the appearance of being kissed by the very stars themselves. Mm.
1: That's incredible. Stars
0: below. Stars below. (laughs) Stars that in this abyssal plane, they themselves would never see. At these depths... Food is at a premium since most of that portion of the ocean is empty space. Yeah, you can't really fit a supermarket down there, so it's it's not really good real estate. No, no. a McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, that that sucks. I wouldn't want to live like that.
1: You get your glowing fish (laughs) filet.
0: Fish filet. Nope. Anyway, depending on the day, that's just a regular fish filet. Exactly. So in these depths, food is at such a premium and energy is at a premium that like a lot of the things down there don't move very much or very fast because you can't like expend a bunch of energy when all you eat is like a fish a month Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like you know (laughs) you're just filtering out algae or whatever so what most life forms at these depths feed on is something that's called marine snow which is dust shell fragments fecal matter and other organic items that were too disgusting or insufficient for life forms in the shallower zones to feed on let's not talk about my apartment anymore please (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this this is just like a bunch of stuff that filters down and these beings are like dope (laughs) just eat it so um so canned tuna is usually classified in two categories light meat tuna which is mostly skipjack and sometimes yellowfin and white meat tuna which is usually albacore tuna so the white meat tuna is actually tuna. The other stuff, it isn't.
1: <laughs> it's like how imitation crab isn't real crab. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. some various other fish. They're still mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, like, no. I will still eat the imitation. I'll still eat
0: that shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that salmon most of the time is dyed pink?
1: Really?
0: Huh, yes.
1: Why? <laughs> like, I'm just eating it.
0: For some reason, there is a uh, preconceived notion that like, ah, yes, like healthy, bright pink tuna. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat that. But nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like how like people don't realize how much vegetables are actually genetically modified. And this is from thousands of years ago.
0: Have you, have you seen a banana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. So if around 60% of what is inside of canned tuna is not actually tuna, then what is it? Mm. What does Charlie need to be sorry about? Mm. I posit today that Charlie is a sympathetic figure and an unwilling patsy to the literally and actually corrupt business of selling quote-unquote tuna.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think the 10% is just regret.
0: Exactly. Starkist was sued for underfilling cans with less tuna, so even less of its contents were actually tuna. A lot of what this show tends to be is me saying grim things around a cheery food thing, but here we have a company that's literally filling cans of food with nothing (laughs) they are putting nothingness in these cans it's
1: like the chip bags exactly mostly filled with nothing but
0: but this is like a philosophical nothing this Mm. is a this is an emotional nothing
1: it's 400 calories of existential dread
0: (laughs) again can we please stop talking about my apartment thank you
1: That was my Friday meal. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Additionally, Starkist was sued for attempting to fix prices amongst the other tuna brands, Bumblebee Tuna and Chicken of the Sea. They were basically like, what if we just all raise the prices of tuna? That way we all make money. Straight up until right now, um, I just now realized that Starkist and Chicken of the Sea are two different brands. So <laughs> so or many revelations
1: today. Yeah, I
0: don't <laughs> I never learned anything of use on this show, but I learned something, Nope, you know. (laughs) But I definitely know that Snap, Crackle, and Pop are evil elves. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. So yeah, like true to the name, Chicken of the Sea, these cowards attempted to raise the prices of tuna were found out sued, and actually pled guilty to the real conspiracy <laughs> of, tra- of fakely raising prices. That's amazing. That's amazing. Keep in mind, this is to raise prices of cans of the grossest food that exists. <laughs> I like tuna a lot, but you're right. Me too. And I'm sorry about that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's fucking gross, but I really like it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm like,
1: it, it might be a different fish, yeah. but at least I'm eating something, right? Yeah, it's something. I'm eating.
0: It's the 60% tuna, 30% other fish, and 10% nothing. And 15% concentrated power of will, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. We don't know. (laughs) We have established at the start this company is at least morally irreprehensible, if not outright evil, and that Charlie begs for his own death from the (laughs) Starkist company, and that life beyond the most shallow part of the ocean is doomed to a pitiful life. So what happens... When you pull all these disparate elements together, what is the Starkist company really doing? And to answer that question, you guessed it. Of course, I have to briefly go over the concept of reincarnation. Great. Good.
1: Perfect. Perfect.
0: Essentially what reincarnation is, most people know this, but it's the recycling of souls to um, resolve trauma and karma left around from previous lifetimes. Um, that That is super glossing over it, but... This isn't, like, Buddha-glore. This is (laughs) Is hamburger-glore. It's
1: not spiritual lore. Exactly. That's another podcast.
0: Listen, if Nate we want to really talk yeah. about Christianity one of these days, I'm going to be like, what do you know about the Shroud? <laughs> um, Can't so- wait.
1: <laughs> I know we're still looking for it. I think some museums claim that they have it.
0: I just don't understand why we haven't found it yet, because you can fucking find them on Twitch like all the time.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway,
0: enough about gamers. Um So <laughs> it's it's commonly thought that if you lead like a bad like shitty life where you're shitty to other people, that is, you are somewhat punished by being born into a different animal that is considered to be lowly or Mm -hmm. lower than human life. And then if you do better, you're reborn as a human. And you do that until you reach uh enlightenment, basically. So if you're being reborn as a bottom feeder, and there's no more feeder bottom than some of the fish (laughs) whose biomass has been incorporated into Starkist tuna perhaps harvested from the abyssal plane beyond the midnight zone mm. and again i didn't make those things up at all yeah. <laughs> i'm just
1: glad i could be here for this particular podcast
0: that's literally a scientific sentence yeah which yeah. bothers me <laughs> trauma karma tuna oh it's it's so simple <laughs> My favorite thing about that is that there's no point to what you said here. You, it's just you just made it sound like you're making a point, and that's really funny.
1: That would still be like an ASA.
0: I'd still be like, oh, okay. The way that you yeah. are making points, is very effective. Like you said, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm getting, I'm getting to what I'm, what I'm saying. Basically, what is Charlie's deal? Why does he want death so much? The obvious answer. Why did I write the obvious answer? <laughs> <laughs> the answer, of course, is that the Starkist Tuna Company, known for being evil in myriad ways, is harvesting lower life forms in order to falsely accelerate the reincarnation cycle. What I posit is that the corrupt tuna industry is selling a shortcut to reincarnation into higher life forms, and those that lead morally irreprehensible lives. So what I'm saying is that the tuna company, who has been shown to be evil, and shown to know the contents of mm-hmm. Charlie's soul, they are selling. Hey, you know, if your if your uncle was a shitty person and he got reborn as a bottom feeder, we'll just turn, we'll kill him, turn him into tuna, and he'll be reborn into the next mm. thing.
1: This is like an M Night Shyamalan movie. Bingo, bingo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd watch this movie. I, you might be covering this next, but what what did Charlie do to not to continually be refused? part of this process that benefits them. Yeah,
1: why do they refuse him sweet release?
0: So here's my final paragraph. Good. (laughs) Charlie is shown to be a hipster. He's basically just a blue version of me with a hat on. He wants to show... Oh, fuck, (laughs) you're right. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. (laughs) He basically (laughs) wants to show that he has taste and is kin to the high rollers and jet setters that the tuna companies are selling their reincarnation services to. However... Charlie must not have led a life that left him many loved ones in order to invest in the service for him. So Charlie is true to his appearance, a hipster who from the ancient depths of the deep beg for death. And he did it before it was cool. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) This concludes all known lore on Charlie, the tuna. So basically he doesn't get reincarnation because (sighs) he doesn't have any loved ones to invest in it. And he didn't have the money for it, but basically sort of like how, the rumor of of walt disney like freezing himself Mm -hmm. like before you die you can go to the star kiss you can be kissed by the stars themselves and you can you can say hey when i am reborn as like phytoplankton or whatever the fuck you go and and harvest me before i have time to do any bad things as that so i can be reborn as a higher being immediately um so. It's
1: manufactured spirituality.
0: Exactly.
1: exactly. Well, I mean, religions aren't new to that.
0: So. <laughs> exactly. But, but holy yes. shit, this is like Catholic indulgences.
1: Yes, that's what I was thinking in my head. Duh. And I was like, I forgot the name. And I think yeah. I think it's plenary indulgence. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where you can basically buy your way into heaven.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, you're not necessarily buying your way into heaven so much as you are buying time out of purgatory. Yeah.
1: I was like, honestly, as a kid, I was like, I hope I go to purgatory. Heaven seems so boring <laughs> and hell seems really a little too hot for me. So I think purgatory seems right.
0: <laughs> Let's explore that for a second. Heaven seems boring as shit, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want I don't fucking want to go there. It depends. Like I talked about it in my, in my report about the Kelloggs, but like, are you just going there and like churning butter? and like singing kumbaya (laughs) and thinking chaste thoughts like with god like i'm
1: just no Lil
0: nas x is in hell i want to go hang out with him he seems cool as fuck yeah nobody's (laughs) getting their dick sucked in heaven i
1: know like if there's a big pole that appears there right now i'd be like (laughs) let's go hell yeah (laughs) fuck
0: it there's no cunnilingus in heaven fuck it up let's go anyway that's uh that's that's the blue fish that i was like wait a minute he he wants Uh... to be reborn
1: this one can be called like one fish two fish red fish blue fish but like
0: darkly originally like i had the thought of like he's a hipster fish so maybe like he's he's an elder god he was around from long ago and so he was doing stuff before it was cool right i'm like okay this is the joke. He was he was on the planet when it was still forming and molten because it was before it was cool. Exactly, exactly. Oh. There you go. There you go. That's that's why wow. he he that one's free. He kids. can't reincarnate because he's never he's never died. He's, he's never lived died. long enough yeah. that he cannot be reborn into anything good.
1: <laughs> Reminds me of Slave Knight Gale from Dark Souls Three. Oh my God. You with your fucking Souls lore? He's everlasting and he can't die. God, and it'll always bleed into Souls lore
0: very very good but yeah that's uh that is that's the tuna boy that that yearns for death all right so then let's talk about <laughs> soul caliber soul caliber my boy's also lamel he can't die and he wants to kill him. okay anyway moving on hi this has been a good show <laughs> Michaela. thanks for being here
1: thank you so much for having me let's talk about cursed things forever yes
0: uh where can uh where can people find you on the internet
1: I think best place is my YouTube channel. I talk about non, mostly non-food related lore, um, mainly like Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne, and, uh, and other games and other media as well. I'm going to maybe make some cursed videos about Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, good. Um, good. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> so it's um, YouTube.com slash user slash my first name, which is M-I-C-H-E-L-A. Fairly easy because I got the, the the YouTube channel like an unfathomably long time ago. Hell yeah. Also, uh, other public place where I can be found and is the probably the most cursed of the places, but also kind of fun, um, is my Twitter. And it is twitter.com slash my first name, M-I-C-H-E-L-A, D like David, and then the word London.
0: Hell yeah. Go uh, go go follow Michaela! I just subscribed to you on YouTube because I hadn't. Yay! I like.
1: You will see my Kaiba unboxing that I'm hopefully gonna do right after this.
0: Uh, well, if you've made it this far, so much. I that's the wrong word. <laughs> you've, um, you've made it this far, <laughs> so much, <laughs> so much. Oh fuck! I'm tired. I'm I'm fucking wiped, dude. Uh. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support our silly shows, subscribing on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really help us out as well. Uh, if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, uh, check out the rest of the stuff we do at at somegoodshows on Twitter or somegoodshows.biz. We're the biz does uh hold on i'm getting an urgent report here uh yes confirmed the biz does still stand for business you might just like those shows too um our show art and music is by zach russell you can find their work at at cavity crew they're great please hire them uh you can find me on twitter at the Camdy man and you can find me on twitter at at victory position thanks again for listening everyone and remember everybody asks where's the beef but never how is the beef